If you are a businesswoman working to amplify your six and seven figure business from success to significance, then you know it's not just about the right strategies or the right tactics. It's more and more about high caliber people around you, your team, your collaborators, and advisors that can open doors for you and widen your reach. Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast with your hosts, Dr. Monica Ogando and Amy Walker. Welcome to your Circle of Influence. I am your host, Amy Walker. And your host, Dr. Monica Ogando. And we are so excited that you're back again listening to us. We hope that you are enjoying this content and sharing it with other people. Please share, bring, bring more people to this party. So um, joys of working at home with my five kids. I was on a conference call this week and trying to be super professional. And my seven-year-old Brendan ran into my office and said, mom, there's an emergency. Birds, birds, they flew at our window and they're all dead. And like four birds had flown at our window and they were all dead. And he was so distraught about this that I had to like really pause my meeting and talk to him about life and death. And we had to have a bird funeral and it like, it's real, you guys working at home with kids. Um, Monica and I, this morning, we were needed to get on a meeting to coordinate. And I was like, Hey, can we, um, pause for an hour? I need to bake bread because the stores are out of bread and I have these five kids who need to eat bread. And so it's kind of an adjustment. I know that we're all adjusting and we're all figuring out how to live with this slower pace of life. And it's a little bit hard, but also I'm kind of digging it. So that's my working from home experience this week with all the kids here. Monica, what's going on in your world? I tell you something, I have been pampered. I'm in a different stage of my life. Both of my children are grown. Both of my husband's children are grown. And so when he leaves to go to work, uh, what I find stressful is when he's on vacation. <laughs> Because I'm like, wait, what do you mean? I don't have my silence. The TV's blaring. I can't do it. <laughs> so I can empathize with having five of your young ones at home. Oh, my Lord. I, I have a hard time with one. And, and, she, and he's grown and self-sufficient. I can't even imagine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that our guest can totally relate because um, she is definitely the queen of working from home and running just a media empire. So... Um, oh, and Jill, I was making your bread recipe this morning. Um, it's really, it's a good one. Um, super easy and yet tasty. And my kids have ruled that's their favorite one. So anyway, yeah. I'm going to introduce our first guest here today. Well, not first, your only guest here today. Um, so I'm going to introduce Jill Winger, who I have known for years. Jill runs the Prairie Homestead Empire. I feel like we have to call it that at this point because it's no longer just a blog. She has millions of people visit her blog each year, but she also has the Midas Media Touch. So we're talking podcasts, we're talking YouTube, we're talking Instagram. Um, but she is, I when this whole coronavirus thing hit, I messaged you, Jill, and I was like, prediction, your business is about to explode because she has been teaching slow living and returning to simpler times long before Corona made it necessary and cool. So, mm. so we're so excited to have you on today. Thanks for being here. 
Oh, I'm so excited to be hanging out with you guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the beginnings? Because you do have a massive um, company that you run from the middle of nowhere, Wyoming, mm -hmm. uh, with your three kids at home. Um, but it didn't start out this way. Do you want to kind of tell us the beginnings? Yeah, absolutely. So I never intended to do this. I never intended to run businesses. Like this was not the way my life was on the track to becoming. Um, and so what kind of started it all is when we, we were looking for our first home and we didn't want to be like everybody else. So we decided to buy land and a little rundown house out in the middle of nowhere. Um, and like kind of simultaneously, I was struck with this inspiration right after we signed the papers, maybe part inspiration, part uh, fear, because <laughs> I'm like, now we have a mortgage payment and I have to make this property productive. And so I was like, <laughs> how can I do that? And so I was like, I could get chickens, like never had chickens before. I could uh, grow vegetables, never done a garden before. But I just like, it started this brainstorming process. And lo and behold, a couple years into composting and gardening and chickens, and we got goats at one point, um, I, I kind of was passionate, well, I was super passionate, and I wanted to tell more people about it. And no one around us locally was super into it. They kind of thought it was weird. And so I took it to the internet and started kind of a journal thing and it morphed, um, you know, there was work. I'm not going to say it morphed overnight. It was consistency and work, but it turned into a tribe of people and they're, they're still growing today. That is awesome. I, I'm always fascinated by the origin story of businesses because it just, it's, it's in those mundane moments and in those like real practical questions that a lot of our creativity and innovation begins. Amen. Yeah. Here's something funny. The first time I met Jill, because Jill and I, we've known each other for what, five, six years now? It's been a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, you're the way girl. Like I had at that <laughs> point was part of a farm co-op where we were milking a cow once a week. And like I would, you know, have make butter and then there's whey left over. And I was like, what in the world do I do with this? And she had this blog post. And so, um, and that was just in the beginning of your blog and it was in the beginning of my business. And so it's been really fun to have those connections and watch it all grow. But I'm telling you, if there's ever a question that you wish you could have asked your grandma, Jill has answered it. <laughs> I love that. Yes. And these people are like, you're an old soul. And I'm like, well, I just like grandma things, I guess. It's just, it's just what I do. <laughs> That's amazing. So uh, let me ask you, Jill, because every time that we hear about these success stories, it always sounds so amazing. It's like, oh, this pretty little bow. But there are always peaks and valleys to everybody's journey. And, you know, I love that you said that grandma, that I do grandma things, because one of the things that I know that about my grandmother, for example, God rest her soul, she never freaked out about stuff. And it's because she's been through so many valleys that the next valley, she's like, ah, I've seen this. I can do yeah. this. So what have been some of one, what's the valley that you've been through that, that really was kind of like the make it or break it or, or the pivot point for you? There's been lots. And I, I like that you're, you're highlighting that piece, like you said, because sometimes we just focus on the wins and it's really nice to hear the journey. Um, man, I don't even know which one, which one to start with. I think that the, the first one was I didn't have any skills. Like I didn't know anything about blogging or um, any of the pieces. <laughs> Yeah. And so I had, to, I had to go figure it out, like figure out not only how to make cheese, but then how to take pictures of the cheese and how to post it on the internet. So there was lots of learning and lots of mistakes. 
And if you go back and look at my early content, it was not beautiful. Like it's kind of scary. Um, but just that, you know, figuring it out, bumbling through it is kind of my specialty. Um, and then I think once I kind of got through that, it was the time management piece, which honestly, Amy helped me a ton with that. When I first came to Amy, I was drowning in like all the things and not batching and not getting clear and not planning it out. So that was a huge step for me was to get extremely strategic with how I was running my personal life with like small children and the business. And that was a process, but yeah, that was definitely a, a valley point I would say in the journey. What, what switched it off for you? It was it just getting those skills and just practice, practice, practice. Yeah. The skills and then the consistency and just yeah. doing it over. And you know, when you didn't feel like it, you still do it. And just learning that just the reps is really what made the difference. And even now people come to me and they're like, how do you do it? Like, what's the hack? And I'm like, there, I mean, there's things you can do, but it's really just so simple. It's just mm -hmm. a calendar and it's just a consistency and you just got to do it. And that's really where the magic is. Because we are in business for the marathon, not the sprint, right? Yes. <laughs> I, I love that saying. Yep. It's an Amy saying. It's one of my Amyisms. Mm -hmm. I'm in business for the marathon, not the sprint. And I think it's so true that uh, we, Tony Robbins says that we consistently overestimate what we can do in a short period of time. And we consistently underestimate what we can do over an extended period of time. And I think that's very true that we oftentimes, we, we're not intentional with our time. Um, you know, you can't make time, you can't find time. All you can do is be intentional with the time that you're given and really utilize it to the fullest capacity. And I feel like that's the gift of coronavirus is it's giving us time and that we had been unintentional with and now we get to create what we want to in it. So um, I love that you got to go through those experiences. And I think that's very relatable to a lot of women. I know for me personally, one of my biggest things that has slowed me down and hung me up is figuring out that balance piece. <laughs> so, yeah. um, you know, just knowing it and doing it are not always the same thing. And, and I love that you really jumped in and, um, and found that way to craft your life in the way that you want it to be, which is awesome. Okay. So this is the question that I feel like I ask you every time we talk is what comes next for you? Because the most recent thing that you did was you launched the cookbook and then you launched the podcast. Mm -hmm. So what, what's next for you? Man, lots of things. Um, I think on a big picture, my goal, especially with this situation that we're all in right now, and I think there's a lot more awareness, like I feel more called than ever that I need to be teaching these basic skills and helping people embrace them and not just like embrace them out of necessity, but learn to find joy in them because it's really, a, it's a beautiful thing. Um, maybe we're forced into it now, but there's a lot of benefits to it. So I feel very much called like, how, whatever, what can I do to inspire more people to bake their own bread, to plant something in their garden, maybe get chickens if they have the capacity. Um, so whether that's, I haven't decided like if it's that, if that's another book or if it's just continuing on the YouTube and the, the online platforms, but I'm at this point, I'm really drilled down into what content do people need and how will that serve in the greatest capacity in this very unique time that we're living in. I love that. I'm still waiting for the TV show. I swear it's yes. that's, that's still, it's still up there. I feel like it's coming. The, the, the stars have not aligned yet, but I feel like it's, it's definitely in the future at some point. Yeah, for sure. Yes. 
And I'm okay with it's a Netflix special. It doesn't have to be a TV show. Yeah. That's what I said. I was like, hey, producer, producer man. I love that. We are going to take a little bit of a break. And when we come back, we're going to come back with the listener challenge. So stay tuned for that. You have worked hard and you've earned your place at the table of influence. Wouldn't it be great to have a board of advisors that celebrate your wins, support your growth and challenge your blind spots? That's why we host our influencer circles for six and seven figure business women. If you are a high achieving entrepreneur woman who wants a deep dive in business strategy, collaboration and strategic relationships, go to yourcircleofinfluence.com forward slash influencers and reserve a spot in one of our upcoming circles. Welcome back from our break. We are glad that you're here. And today we're talking all about getting back to basics. So it's time for our listener challenge. Our listener challenge today is to find one area of your life that you have overcomplicated and to get back to basics and do something simple, whether it's that you're going to just bake bread at home because you're tired of being stressed out that you can't find it at the supermarket, or you're going to find an area in your life that you're spending time on that's not really producing for you, and you're just going to stop. Find one simple area that you can scale back, back to basics, make it easy, give yourself some less stress. I feel like that would be a nice present to give yourself today. Yeah. All right, Jill, we are so enjoying having you on and it is time for us to go into our lightning round. So you have accomplished amazing things in your career and you're not even old, like you're younger than me. So <laughs> I want to know what is the best business advice that you have ever been given? Oh, that is so hard because there's so much. Um, I think just off the top of my head, the one that comes to mind is done is better than perfect. <sighs> because I, I love to overcomplicate or maybe not overcomplicate. I love to perfection everything. And I just sometimes need someone to say, stop, just ship it, just send it out and be done. So done is better than perfect. Awesome. Okay. I'm telling you everybody that comes here, they, we have to have an offering plate ready, Amy, because they keep preaching. <laughs> they keep preaching. So I, I like it. I like it, Reverend Jill. Okay. What are the second question? What are the, some of the inner dragons that you've had to slay on your path to success? Hmm, that's a good one. Um, definitely some money mindset issues, right? We all have some of that stuff that kind of comes up at times. I think one of the biggest ones though is dealing with sometimes how relationships change when you experience different levels of success, whether not even just financial, but just when you start to change yourself, it makes other people uncomfortable sometimes. And that's mm -hmm. brought up a lot of junk that I've had to deal with, which has been good. Uh, but it's definitely provided me with some of my biggest and toughest lessons to, to work through and to grow through. That's a good one. That is hard when you outgrow people. Yeah. And, and it's not even sometimes you that chooses that you've outgrown them. Sometimes yes. it's them choosing that you've outgrown them, that they're no longer comfortable because you've changed and it, your, your growth makes them uncomfortable. And so they opt yeah. out. That is hard. Yeah. It's so hard, but it happens. Yeah. It does. And, you know, I, I kind of believe that everybody, the way that I've dealt with this is that I look at it as I can still attach my heartstring to them and I can still love them. And then at some point in the future, I feel like everybody circles back around, you know, so it's like, I agree. 
go away for a season. Cool. I still love you. Yep. About that. So deal yes. with it. Yes. Um, and it, make, it makes me feel better about it, even if it doesn't make them feel better about it. So, yeah. okay. Next question. Who is your business girl crush? Oh, um, you know, I would, I don't know if you would consider her like maybe not the first person that comes to mind when you think businesswoman, but I've been really liking Jen Hatmaker lately. Have you, are you, I don't know if you've read her books or listened to her podcast, but she's just real and she's not afraid to kind of bump up against some of the societal norms that she came from. And it just, she's really refreshing. So I've been really enjoying her stuff right now. That sounds great. What is your number one door that you want to open or that you want to walk through right now? I think kind of like we talked about a minute ago, I would love that TV option to come up in the future at some point. I would be very open to that. So just throwing that out there to the universe. <laughs> That's yeah, for the future. Okay. So Jill, um, when you, I'm going to ask this question differently because um, normally the way that we ask this question is when you achieve all of your business goals, what's next? But you, a few years ago, got to that point. And so I want to ask this question differently where you'd had all these goals for yourself and like you checked off every single box. When you hit that point, how did you decide what was your next? Hmm. Um, I don't know if there was like a specific decision-making process is must is just kind of flowing with what my gut was telling me. And the thing, you know, as we experience the success, I feel like it kind of comes full circle. So now it's like, how can I take my resources to serve on a greater capacity? Um, and then within that, the, the more complex my business gets, the more I feel called to get back to simplicity, whether that's more gardening or more quiet time in the country. And like people have said, well, if you, you know, if you can afford to buy organic vegetables and raw milk, why are you still growing it? And I'm like, because that is what grounds me and keeps me sane. So the bigger my business gets, the more I just want to dig in the dirt and plant tomatoes. So I, I see that always being a big part of my life and maybe even bigger as time goes on. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. I like what you said about, you know, the, the more complex that it is, the more that I want to go back to the basics. That really resonates with me. So how can people connect with you? How can people find you? So I'm pretty much all over social media. Um, Instagram's my favorite place to hang out. You can find me there at theprairiehomestead.com or not .com, just theprairiehomestead. But I am also at theprairiehomestead.com and on Facebook under the same name and podcast. So just kind of wherever you hang out, I'm probably there more than likely. Yep. There and dominating. Absolutely. Well, Jill, we so appreciate your time being here with us. Um, one of the things that we are dedicated to with your circle of influence is the understanding that when you hit a certain point in your business, we really need to pour into each other and help each other raise up together. And that there's no reason this journey has to be a lonely one. Um, it, sometimes I think when you're growing your business, you can feel kind of alone. And yet there's so many amazing, inspiring women out there who are willing to give of their time and their knowledge and their resources. So we always like to ask our listeners and then Monica and I ask ourselves this as well. What's the biggest influence that we've taken away from you today? So Monica, I'm going to let you go first. Ah, she always does this. She always takes that question because she always wants to put it on me first. <laughs> the thing that I, um, took the, the biggest one that resonated with me was that whole idea of the more complex that my business gets, the more complex that our world gets, 
the more that we're called to simplicity. I mean, that, that just, it, isn't that what we're all doing now? You know, that, that there's so much complexity in, in, in our globalization. And so now it's, it's the time to go back to the basics of connectivity and of um, nourishing ourselves and each other. Awesome. All right. So mine is actually the fact that it, you didn't know how to do any of this before you started and you just figured it out step by step, relentlessly consistent and created a, a media empire. And that to me is so inspiring because I know I have had moments where I have chosen not to do something because I didn't know how and I didn't want to figure it out. So I'm going to be like, be more like Jill. <laughs> awesome. Well, Jill, thank you so much for being on with us today. We really appreciate you being here. I am so, so glad to hang out with you guys. It's always a pleasure. Awesome. For our listeners at home, I hope that you are going to take some advice here and dream a little bit bigger figure out things. I mean, there's really nothing in your business that you don't know how to do that can't be learned. So figure out what you need to figure out in order to go to your next step. Make it simple. Um, it does not have to consume your life. And enjoy that journey of going after big dreams so that you can serve on a really big scale. I mean, won't it be amazing when you get to that point where all of your boxes are checked off and then you're looking at what comes next and it's about how can I serve more? I think that's going to be awesome for all of us. So I want to thank you and send you off from this episode today. I'm Amy Walker. And I am Dr. Monica Aldana. And we hope that you have an absolutely amazing rest of your day. Thanks everybody. Thanks everyone. Have a great week.